sacred rituals, and a cosmic community to enchant your mystical life. This podcast feels like soulful conversations by the fire and under the desert stars, as if you are hanging with your best friends, talking about purpose, the cosmos, and the divine journey we are all on. My name is Anna Alic, and this is the Topanga Moon Podcast. destination for all of your spiritual inquiries, design, um, travel, just everything that I love to talk about. And I'm so excited to be back. It feels like a reintroduction, like a new, a new space for this podcast because I took some time away from it and continued with some of the meditations. Um, and it just feels like this new energy into this podcast space. And it feels great to kind of do it just in the timing that feels right for me, not being so structured and particular, but allowing the podcast to unfold the way that it wants to. And just, it's really this beautiful expression that I get to do that feels fun, that feels, you know, just perfectly on time every time. So with that, how's everyone doing? How was your full moon total eclipse? (laughs) Um, It was a pretty chill, beautiful one for me, actually. I really loved the the meditation that I did for that one, which I think you can still use. I use it. I've been using it every day and it just feels really nice and nourishing for this fall season. And just loving this space, this little time in between projects. And I'm just so excited that I get to do, I have an interview for you today. And I love this interview. It was just kind of a spur of the moment. I was talking to Inez who is going to be on the podcast today. She's been on before. And in the description, I will write down the other episodes if you want to check them out. And this feels like this fun, serendipitous, you know, divinely planned conversation for us. We were just chatting and then I was like, hey, come back on the podcast. And here we are. And it was such a beautiful conversation. And what you're going to hear in this chat is just this allowing and this surrendering for the conversation to be what it wants to be. There was, like you'll hear in the beginning of my little intro, there wasn't much planning. And I love this new direction for the podcast. It just feels really in the moment and um, free and surrendered. And this whole conversation is about just that. Um, Inez fills us in on what she's working on right now, her transformation, her evolution, and really brings us to these beautiful places. And the whole conversation feels like 
a divine flow. She shares so much wisdom. And we talk about these bigger topics in relation to things in our lives like courage and surrender and fear and what it means to be successful and what does success look like for the individual and how in all of it we can find our divine path. We can let things unfold the way that they want to unfold and really surrender to that. And with that, it's, it's finding God in all of that. So we really talk about faith and kind of our connection to God and what that looks like to us and how that shows up in our lives and how that has transformed over the years. And it's a really beautiful chat between two friends talking about, you know, those big cosmic questions, which I always love to talk about. And I just love hearing her perspective and kind of this journey we go on and it felt so good to re-listen to the conversation and really take in those um, points of wisdom as we traverse this, you know, spiritual landscape in relation to, you know, what it means to just live our daily lives. And, And we really talk about that balance of the intuitive feminine and the like practical masculine and and how that can really help us in what we want to achieve and what we want to see in our lives so it's a really beautiful inspiring chat we go to so many different places but it all has this like through line of this you know divine time and surrender and knowing that you are always divinely protected that you are always right on time and that um life can be so beautiful when we just bear witness to that and allow things to unfold and i love that for this season right now that we're in and it's just a really beautiful way of being so i'm excited for you to hear this conversation and let's dive right in it's so funny because i didn't prep too much for this because i felt like for us it was just supposed to be so organic in the moment, you know, and I already had this like sense of like what we're going to talk about. So that's my Steve. I love it. Um, (laughs) But because you haven't been on the podcast in a little bit, um, I want you to reintroduce yourself to this podcast and kind of where you're at, what you're working on, what is your mission right now? um, All the juicy Mm. things about, what you're creating at the moment. I love that. So, I mean, essentially my path has taken me into holistic business coaching, you know, and the main thing for me is allowing for healers and light workers and spiritual coaches and people who have spiritual businesses to claim their abundance, you know, using strategies that are both like, you know, business focus, business strategies, but also like rooted in their ascension process and Mm -hmm. rooted in becoming that leader, because it doesn't matter how many strategies you have. If you don't know how to transmute the self-doubt and the, you know, low confidence and everything else, like you can't attract the level of abundance that you desire. Right. So Essentially, my mission at this point is, you know, I have a business program that I run and it's sort of my main 
offering right now. And that's kind of how I work with all my clients, whether one-on-one -on -one or in a group context. And yeah, it's, it's really about allowing people to have financial freedom by serving you know, their audience at the deepest level with their deepest medicine mm. and also going through that process of personal transformation that it takes to be a leader and a coach because it's not easy. It's not an easy path, you know, and other people, you know, they, they want to make it look easy, you know, but that's why I love what you do because you are so real about it. <laughs> well, you like call out the bullshit and you're like, this is how it really is. And that's what people are drawn to of like, you know, there's so much online and, and so much to be seen, but when you can present a message and it's like from this authentic place of like yeah. real authentic place and you call out the bullshit and you're like, you say it like it is and you're like, screw the numbers, like all these things that, you know, you're not trying to put a pretty bow on everything like a lot yeah. of other people do. Well, I think the pretty bow is very damaging. Yes. I think the pretty bow is, uh, you know, fall, like creating false expectations for people. It's not that, you know, what anyone who implements, for example, the strategies I teach over a period of time, you will get to the goal that you want to achieve. Like you will get there, but I'm not going to say that it's going to happen overnight. And I'm not going to say that you're going to have like 40K months right away. Like, you know, a lot of people, and that's how old paradigm marketing works, right? It leads with these like things that people want, you know, and, and it's a manipulative tactic. And so all of these sort of like, you know, the illusion, you know, the image of something rather than like the real thing, I, you know, it's damaging, you know, it is. And it's so unfortunate. And I think that there needs to be kind of more regulation in this, in this space. And that's why I really appreciate what you do. And I think there's so much practicality to your message and what, and how you teach people. Cause it's like, here's the spiritual stuff, but like, then you got to go out and do it. Like you yeah. actually physically have to put the business side to it. And there's, yeah. you know, like actual strategy to that. And like, yeah, things that you physically have to do. Exactly. That's the Capricorn rising in me. I'm yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> let's get it down to the ground, down to business, you know, let's get it into the 3D. A lot of people, you know, are something that I've been exploring a lot recently is, is realizing that like spirituality exists not only in this higher dimensional, you know, place that we like to connect to it as, but it's also in like the deepest, deepest, most basic 3D stuff. Like it's like it, there, it, it's, it's in both. And the thing with, you know, being really successful in business is that you have to go to both places to have that marriage of like practicality, like basic, 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 this is how it works. And then, you know, the higher level understanding and then the marriage of those two things, that's what really makes you stand out, you know? Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah. So I hear you. <laughs> yeah. I feel I like I've been you. learning that in the last couple of months, I've been doing a lot of costume designing and hey. it's something that just like came to me and I was like, you know what? I'm going to pursue this because I need to make money. Like I just, I just and do. And you have amazing style and it's an, an, an amazing aesthetic. So it's just kind of like a natural outpouring of your gift. It you was know? just, you know, but yeah. even within that, I found myself like up leveling 
and kind of like asking for a raise and things that I've never done before. And it only came through the practice of like actually doing it. Well, I mean, and this is the whole thing of like, <laughs> like the spiritual bypassing, you know, like it'll come if I just believe that it will come. And yeah. it's like, well, yeah, but it's going to take, a, like, I don't know what it's going to take. Like it's going to, that perspective is going to push you to face the things over time that are making it not coming, <laughs> not, you yeah. know, making it, that are blocking it from coming in. So you really can't get around doing the, like the just do it, you know, which was like, <laughs> I'm big with that, you know, I'm big with that. You, and you can't get around it. So you have to get into the nitty gritty and just accept like, this is a 3D world. This is how we move things forward. This is how we grow. This is how we build. This is how we put down roots. Um, and all of those things, like, you know, in, in a mirror of what you're saying, that's what cultivates our sense of value and worthiness, mm -hmm. you know, um, is, is participating in that and not just being in this like ideological, like, you know, la la land of yeah, spiritual and stuff. <laughs> it's like, I've been there. I've been in the like, oh, you me know, too. Kind of like spiritual, like, I'm just gonna meditate my way. <laughs> Yeah, I've been there. And then I just was like, you know what? By doing that, you're missing half of it. And because you need that part. It's so essential. I couldn't even get to this place or even have this opportunity come if I didn't have that part as well. And then it's like, it's combining the two because it's really just that like yin and yang, the masculine, yeah. the feminine, the like, um, using your feminine intuition and then using the masculine of actually like, what are the practical day-to-day -day things? And I had to be in it to see, oh, I am good at this. I am worthy of this amount of money. I'm actually making, you know, decent money for the first time I have in a really long time. And it came with tons of that uh, meditative spiritual work but then yeah. it had to be met with the physical. And, and you know what we're talking about right now, which is something else I've been thinking about a lot and is really the masculine is the commitment. Ooh, It's commitment because if you're just looking at it from like a, you know, ideological perspective, you're not fully committing to the whole spectrum experience of what it means to be successful and of what it means to, you know, make a good living and be an abundant and, and really design your life that happens in the 3d too, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so it's something that I've been looking at a lot and, and something that I recognize in myself. And then now that I've sort of recognized it in myself, I see it a lot around me is how people don't take themselves seriously. And it, it comes from like fear, you know, yeah. but it's like, there's people out there who are like, you know, they're coaches and they're trying to make their dream happen. But I can see that like, they're not really a hundred percent fully committed because there's like fears there and there's blocks there. And, and that that's the masculine is like, you have to commit to the 3d experience of making this happen, even when it's scary and unknown, which it always is. So you just have to get on board with that and like, and go with it. But yeah, yeah it's, it's really that commitment piece that makes it like all come together. I've, I've found. 
I love that. And I want to talk about fear a little bit because I think that's coming up right now. This month feels very like transformative. Um, You know, even November 1st kind of felt like a new year for me, something like switched and it feels like a month of courage and surrender, but with that kind of facing the fear. So I want to hear what you think about that, especially when it comes to career. Yeah. Well, I mean, the fear is going to be there in smaller and smaller doses as you learn how to really, uh, it's, it's a process of sitting with it and, mm-hmm. and allowing it to be what it is. A lot of the time when we experience fear or anxiety or you know these things that we consider bad or low vibrational, we kind of just want to talk our way out of it you know, in the mind, or we, we try to grasp for solutions, which is like the control, you know, of how to get us out of that fear. And this is where like, you know, there's a lot of talk about how your thoughts create your reality, you can just change your thought and, you know, change the vibration. And I do agree with that to a degree. But when we're talking about fear, that's coming from like, trauma and Mm. you know that's coming in from a more complex space it's all in the transmutation of that on an emotional level so it has to happen through release emotionally and like sitting with it emotionally and looking at it emotionally accepting it emotionally so you know it's really I think take in that sense we're in full feminine territory, right? Mm-hmm. So it's it's not about approaching fear from that strategy standpoint. That's not going to help us with anything other than the strategy of like, I'm feeling fear. I need to withdraw from the outside world and go into myself and tune in and and be okay with seeing what this is about. You know, that's the, that's the only strategy, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's, there's a lot to say about transmutation. Um, you know, I, (laughs) it's, it's a, it's a process that I think you get better and better and better at as you go further along your spiritual journey. But I think to really be at the highest level of success, you have to be an expert transmuter. Like you really have to be in a space of emotional self-mastery because that's the stuff that makes us, you know, make bad, like not bad. There is no mistakes. There are no bad decisions, but if we don't have a handle on that, that's when we make decisions that are not aligned. And, you know, we, we, we make, we, we act out of fear essentially while trying to convince ourselves that we're not. Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) Um, What is something that you've transmuted then recently? That could be a beautiful example. Oh, well, this summer was a huge season, sorry, a huge season of like coming deeper into my power Mm -hmm. because, you know, I've been in business six years now and the first three years were this very fast trajectory of growth and expansion, you know? And when I started up, like when I up-leveled and chose to do coaching and said like, you know, my offers are no longer session by session. These are eight week, 12 week commitments that you're making with me. 
that's kind of the point where all of this unresolved trauma that I still had kind of all came out and it's been a process and it's literally taken me years to pull out all of the plugs of that, you know, because I, I haven't had the easiest run, especially in my childhood. It was not easy, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so most recently, I think I've really come to a place where, I mean, the transmutative act is transmuting everything that was an act outside of surrender. Like that's what I've been really working with is like getting to a place where I am truly living in the vibration of like the divine is taking care of me. Mm. You know what I mean? And like, I don't know what's going to happen. It is in the unknown, you know, but I am being taken care of and just really not taking any actions from a place of scarcity or fear, which like, you know, when you're running a business, um, can be a challenge for people because they want, it's like (laughs) your business is about getting results. And yet, you know, here you are and the divine is saying like, no, you're not going to work today. We're going to do some inner child healing. And you're like, yeah, you know, (laughs) and you may not see the results in that, in that instant moment too. And you have to trust, or it may turn out in a way that you're not even anticipating. Yes. It's a long-term game. Yeah. It's a long-term game. And that's why it's like, that's, but that's the commitment as well. It's like, that's, that's the commitment. It's like committing to yourself and your process and your inner guidance is committing to the success of your business, but it's not an instant reward path. Um, However, everybody at some point, if they want to achieve a really high level of functional, sustainable success, and this is the thing, sustainable success, because it's easy for people, some people like, even for me, like it, it came unexpectedly, you know, my first 10K month, like these things happening. And I was just like, whoa, but was that sustainable for me at that point in time? No, because of all of these other things that I needed still to heal and work with. And, and, and so it's a path that if you want sustainable success, you're going to have to walk that path because it's the only way to do it in a way that's like where you have peace of mind. (laughs) Otherwise, like you can have all the money in the world, but you'll be an emotional, like it'll be stormy. Yes. Have you found that your faith has been strengthened through this? Oh yeah. I have experienced that myself. Like the the more that I have been in my spiritual, you know, practice, it has kind of brought me back to like experiencing God or like connecting in a stronger way, which I never realized before, because, you know, I'm, I'm not sure how, like what you grew up, I was Catholic, Croatian Catholic, and, you know, you're, you're in that, kind of you just do the things that your parents tell you to do and all that and you're not really like there's no actual feeling of connection fully okay yeah and and then it was just kind of like coming back around to that yeah well I think at some point we all have to redefine what our notion of God is yes you know and then but 
I too, you know, I'm very comfortable using the word God and yeah, and- I saw it on your post and I was like, I want, yeah. I want to talk about that, yeah, you know, like that. Yeah. Sometimes people don't want to use. Yes, it's true. But for me, I, I find it a powerful way of saying the same, you know, you could call it the divine or you can call it, you know, you could, you could call it many things, but for me, yeah. I mean, I also, I went to a Catholic school when I was growing up, but it wasn't something I ever really practiced myself. It wasn't like in my home or anything like that, but I have a a close friend who has been practicing Catholic for her entire life. And we recently reconnected and, and we really bond over, we have these different paths that led us to God, but when we connect, we, we really vibe on God, you know, we're like, yeah, man, like, <laughs> well, yeah. like just, it's all God's plan. Like it's all God's will. It's, it's, it's the, it's all there is, you know? And like, that's what I've been coming to realize in this process of surrender and faith building is like, I'm just an instrument of divine will. Like I literally, mm. that's it. Like, and to think even that, yeah, to think that we have, like, maybe this is, is getting far, but for me, I'm like, we don't have free will other than to resist or surrender to divine will. That's the only free will that we have because I believe that like most of it, like our choices are set in this 3D incarnation and like the divine is, is like doing, doing everything, you know? And we are just here to receive the moment to moment instruction. Like this is what's next. This is what's next. This is what's next. And come to peace with the fact that it's all unknown until it's known. And that's just Mm. how life is. That's so good. And such a amazing perspective that I haven't really heard anyone else talk about. So I love that. You also say God is in the contrast. Yeah. What is that? Well, I, you know, going back to the residuals of trauma and how it can affect our sense of self. um, My experience of like, when I would feel contrast, so like something happens and I make a decision and then, you know, immediately after a few hours after I realized that that wasn't the most aligned decision for me. And then I'm in a space of contrast, right? So essentially we're just not feeling, we're not feeling good in that, in that space. And for a long time, my way of dealing with that based on these false beliefs I had about myself was like, I'm bad. Mm. I'm bad because I made that decision. Like I'm just inherently to my bones, like bad. You know, and this was like, this was playing without me really being conscious that that was the belief that was playing out, but it would just be contrast was like such a space for me to, to feel bad about myself and to feel like, I don't know what I'm doing. And, you know, I, I'm making mistakes and just kind of like, you know, berating myself. And then recently I was like, wait, you know, and it happened with the Instagram actually, like starting the new account and. And, and sort of my process and experience with that, because I've had to heal my relationship to social media. But um, around that, I just had an experience where I realized like I experienced contrast and then I ended up coming to a decision. And, and this has happened many, many times, but at this 
point in time, it was just so poignant for me to finally release that notion that contrast is an internalized, like you are bad thing, you know, um, where I, I felt contrast, I made a decision and that decision completely expanded me and it wouldn't have happened without the contrast. And then I was just like, I've been all of this time taking this information and saying like, this means I'm bad when really it's just asking me to get bigger. Like it's just asking me to expand. And if I just listen, I'll know what I need to do in order to enable that expansion. And, and so that was just a big moment for me. It was like, there's God, like God is in the, like the, God is in the contrast too. Like God is everywhere. The God within you as well. Right. Which means that if God is good, then you are good all the time, you know? So that's what that, that's what that was about. <laughs> I love it because it really connects back to surrender, which is something that we were talking about because really when you're experiencing the contrast and then you surrender to it, a path is shown. That's it. And that goes with something else that, you know, I've been thinking about a lot, which is that the only time that your resistance is a struggle is when you resist it. Mm, yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Most of the time, it's just asking you to take another course of action that's more aligned. And you and don't realize it till later. And I had that experience. I was looking for, I had to move out of my home. And then I, I was looking for an apartment that would be closer to work. Right. So I was like looking and looking. And then every time I would book a viewing, it would be rented like in Hamilton. And then I was like coming down to the wire and I didn't want to move in with my boyfriend just because I didn't want to move to Toronto not because I didn't want to move in with my boyfriend that had nothing to do with it. And I was like, you know what? Maybe I'm just supposed to move to Toronto. I don't know why, but so in that kind of very quick decision, I moved in with my boyfriend and moved back to Toronto and I'm saving so much money this way. We get to really strengthen our relationship this way. Like there's all these blessings that came from it. And I was like, I was resisting this for so long instead of just accepting that this is actually maybe an easier path. Cause my, my goal is to buy a home and all these things. I'm like, oh, wow. Like God was like navigating for me so I could save more money so I could do the thing that I actually want to do. And that's what I mean about the divine plan. Yeah, because it's it's like you think you have the choice, right? So from your perspective, it's like, oh, I have the choice. Of yeah, it's like, like I'm just gonna live in Hamilton. Hamilton. Great, yeah, yeah. place. Yeah, I have the choice of living in Hamilton, and then it's like you pursue that choice, and God is like, no, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. And and then how can you tell me then that you still have a choice? You don't. You have only the most divinely aligned course of action to be taken, and I think. You know, when I say that, when we make choices that aren't divinely aligned, that are sort of out of resistance, that was meant to be too, because mm. that, that in that is the lesson in that is the medicine that we need to move to level up. So it's all divinely guided, whether it takes you to a place of expansion or to a place of contraction that then leads you to an expansion. Mm. Like, yeah. And it's all in the perspective shift. Yeah, really. And just like, how do you see things unfold? And 
and you know, whatever you resist persists. And, and that's such a like, you know, great saying, cause it's true, but yeah, it's that perspective shift and just accepting that, like, this is how we find love and, and know that love of God is through this like crazy wild ride that we're all on that yeah. is all orchestrated for us anyways. Yeah, it's crazy. I know. I know. And you know, you, so you mentioned, you mentioned faith. And I think that the big thing is when we, it's like refinding God is understanding or, or having a deeper connection with God is understanding that like God is taking care of you. God sees you. You are like, there is a plan for you. I think that a lot of us who sort of are in that space of insisting on resistance and scarcity and, and all that stuff. It's like, there's this feeling of being abandoned by God, you know, which is just like, it's the perspective is being abandoned by God, but it's not the reality. Um, so the perspective shift, I think comes with like being able to like, realize yourself as a part of something bigger, realize yourself as a part of the divine plan and that there is a divine plan for you and that you're important enough that there is a divine plan for you, you know? And um, I think it's really that like nurturing energy that you need to harness as well to, to kind of reconnect with God and, and just be in that perspective. It's such a, um, it says I'm gonna run out of time, but we'll just pop on again if it does. Okay, sure. Um, but that's such a beautiful perspective. And I want to know now, what is your relationship with the idea of manifestation? And what does that mean to you now with this kind of like shift in perspective and a knowing? Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a really good question. And, and something I've been thinking about. Um, I... <sighs> honestly I think that um all manifestations are gifts that we receive from God mm. so to me it's like you know we have and and I think it's an unhealthy position to place ourselves in to put so much responsibility and on ourselves for manifesting um so actually I I, I talked about this recently on my TikTok page <laughs> where nice. I was like you know, you want to shift into a space of manifestation, we need to let go of the idea that we're responsible for, for doing all of this and just kind of open ourselves up to receiving what is already meant for us. So I do think that the philosophy and, you know, everything that we kind of talk about around manifestation is an important dialogue because it's about you know, awareness and ascension and, you know, vibrational reality. But I, I, like I said, I believe that all manifestations are just God's gifts, you know? Yeah. Because, yeah. And that kind of goes along with like, I feel like even when we are, or, or did kind of understand this concept of manifestation the way that we used to, we always have a knowing there's like this knowing of like what is for us underneath. And that's why like, and if you think about it, God put desires in us for a reason. So we are desiring these things for a reason. And when we truthfully, you know, listen to our heart, 
we can be guided and that can be the path of manifestation, but it's like just allowing, just allowing what like the seed that was already planted in you. Well, that's the thing. Like that's, that's where it comes like into this, you know, full circle experience where it's like, you have the desires because God placed them in you. And now God is guiding you to those desires. But like, it's because you know, you will receive them on some level. And so it's all still part of God's, it's all still part of God working through you. (laughs) So It's like all interwoven and it comes back. And I love that. Like, I love that we're having this conversation because I've been on this path now more so in the past year and really like, you know, listening to podcasts about the Bible and things that I didn't do before and really opening myself up back up to that or like bringing prayer back in all of these things. And and that's why I think it's so serendipitous and amazing, obviously planned that we're talking about this. Yes. Yes. 100%. 100%. I mean, uh, you could say a lot of things about organized religion, but organized religion is not the teaching of the Bible. No, no, it's an interpretation. Like, yeah. And, you know, and, or, and yeah. And just, just organized religion does not have ownership of Christ energy and Christ consciousness. Yes. yes. And, you know, mother Mary and Mary, like and it doesn't have ownership over these ascended masters, you know, and they are a part of us. So um, I want to talk about something that you wrote, which was really cool on your Instagram and you wrote success is a mindset. Victory is a vibration and freedom of self-expression is a superpower. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Break that down because I loved it. Yeah. Well, I think that all of those things encapsulate being a pure channel for the divine. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, because I think self-expression, I think self-expression and manifestation, uh, self-expression and receiving are very tied. Uh, the more open that and, and the more grounded we are in the true self and in the authentic self, and the more we express that, the more aligned we are to the divine destiny that is ours and the more that we receive, right? And in terms of success as a mindset and victory as a vibration, it comes from within achieving these things. Like we've talked about in the beginning, like sustainable success can only come from that higher perspective, you know, and, and holding that vibration of success and victory, whether or not you have 10 followers or 30,000 followers, or whether or not you have 5k months, 2k months, 10k months, like none of that matters if you're in a space where your mindset is right and your vibration is right, because that's what's going to eventually get you to where you want to go in a sustainable way. So I'm kind of repeating myself there, but, but that's what it means. You know, (laughs) that's what it's about. I think it's so important um, to just reiterate those points because that's really the basis of everything and such a brilliant reminder, right? That, that is the the way that is the path to success because we do want to have success but like you're saying it's our own divine path 
that leads to the success. And that looks different for everybody. And it's like, what a beautiful concept that some, you know, somebody knows a better way for you than you do yourself. And it's just about acknowledging it, seeing the beauty, following those, you know, the inner guidance and allowing life to unfold. And that's the ultimate surrender piece Yeah, that we keep going back to. Exactly. And like that you are important enough to Mm. be considered every step of the way. Every single person is important enough and worthy enough that they have their entire plan orchestrated out for them before they ever come here and they're guided on it every step of the way. Nobody is here. No, no life form is here without that grace, you know? So, and and again, I think that's the biggest thing that like we need to accept because that's a huge gift to receive Mm -hmm. to be like, wow, I'm, I'm, I'm important enough that infinite intelligence has planned a way for me to succeed. (laughs) You know, it's like, (laughs) and is the work in like working through the trauma to recognize the importance of self. Yeah. Yeah. I, the importance. And I think more than importance, it's like just the basic goodness. Mm. Cause I think the biggest mm. thing that gets fractured in trauma and like, especially like abusive parent situations is our sense of being good, you know, mm. and, and like on an existential level, being good, feeling good, that we are good at our core, we are good. Um, And because we're good, we deserve good things. I think that's the biggest thing, you know? And then after that, it's just kind of like, yes, I'm important, but so is everybody else, you know? So, so I think it's the goodness that gives us, it's more vibrationally aligned in terms of allowing us to achieve what we need to achieve and taking us down that path and down that process of surrender. Mm. It's the more important belief. And it's a way to get there that feels really nourishing. That doesn't, you know, feel like, you know, hitting the pavement to the ground and just like forcing your way. There's this like beautiful path that unfolds and that awareness just feels nicer. It just feels more lovely to yeah. walk through the world in that way. Yeah. Well, it's grace, you know, mm-hmm. like you think that society needs more of that right now. Is that what we're seeing on a global level? Well, I mean, I think that the pressure between the sort of illuse the illusion and the, the truth is becoming so palpable Mm. and that's what you know it's like we're even like generation to generation you know we we as the newer generations younger generations and every younger generation feels that pressure between the false self and the true self more intensely because they need to in order to change the world (laughs) you know and to to go on the path of truth And like, this is why, you know, our parents' generation, like love, love them, did the best that they could, but they're not in the same space of working on themselves as our generation is because 
that pressure, like it's still there, but it's like, like I said, every new generation is more sensitive to that misalignment from the true self, mm-hmm. you know, both within and sort of without like waking up to <laughs> wait, all these things that I've like held to be like the only reality that there is for all of my life are actually not, it's not really where it's at. You know, it's not really what I need to be looking to, to measure my success or to measure how well I'm doing or to measure who I am, you know? So the world is going through its own transformation. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's been a work in progress. Yeah. I mean, forever, but (laughs) I feel like it's just like so much more noticeable now. Maybe that's what you were talking about. And maybe, you know, generations from now will be even more noticeable or different or um, transformed, but there is this palpable sense. And and even within this month of feeling like there's transformation, there's this need for surrender. There's this need for kind of like going back to what is good, what is truthful, what is like of the The earth, like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. The real, real. And it feels better to be in that space. It just does. Of course, because that's a space of non-resistance. That's a space of non-resistance. And in your, in that space, you are opening yourself through non-resistance to the stream of well-being from the divine that you always have access to. (laughs) It's like that, that feeling of well-being, which is connection to God. You know, if you want to boil it down to its most practical feeling, it's just feeling good. Um, And that's always available to us. It's just that our beliefs and, you know, conditioning and traumas, et cetera, et cetera, block that. And so we don't experience it, but it's always there. So living in a, in a space of, of surrender or, you know, non-resistance, same thing. Yeah. You feel good. (laughs) You feel good because you're letting that wellness energy free flow through Mm -hmm. you. Yeah. I've even noticed within myself and like I was saying the past couple of months, there's this kind of knowing that like, okay, if, if something doesn't go this, the way that I want, there's a better plan. Yeah. And yeah. it feels so good. Cause I used to compare myself, especially when it comes to, you know, I'm, I'm still in this pursuit of, of expanding my acting career and writing, but I used to compare myself so much more to people that I see online doing better, booking the things, doing all the things. And I'm like, if it's my time, it'll be my time. Like whatever is for you is for you. And just seeing how everything unfolded in the last year for me was such a testament to what is for you is for you and it won't miss you. And it's just about receiving it and noticing it. And now I'm in the state of like, yeah. Sorry. sorry. Like I'm in this state of, uh, of more trust that, okay. and I always like, you know, I, I have these conversations and I, and I talk to God and it's just like, okay, where would you like me to go? Would, do, do you want me to do this project? Then I'm here. And if not, then there, maybe there's something better. I don't know, but it's, it's such a freeing place to be. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And like, yeah, I mean, again, all coming back to surrender, but also you mentioned timing and that's, Mm -hmm. that's there too. It's like, 
And that's why going back to like, you know, the work that I do with clients and the ways that I see people having expectations around businesses and the expectations that are built by this false reality that is promoted on social media and stuff. It's like, it will happen for you when it's meant to happen for you and not a moment sooner. And that's like, it's like, even if you force and push and do all the things and show up all the time, you know, it doesn't matter because if it's not meant to happen at that time, it's not going to happen. And that's for the best, you know, that's Mm -hmm. to protect you. That's because you still have to learn things to, you know, evolve and grow into being able to attract that and really step into that. So there is an element of divine timing to the divine plan. And that's why, again, when we talk about manifestation, things can get a little sticky because it's like, you can be in a good feeling space and you can be doing all the things and still it's not coming. And you're like, but I don't understand. Why is it not? Why has it not manifested yet? Why is it not arrived yet? And it's like, well, because you're not, you're on divine time, you know? And like, that's true for everyone. And so when you're in that phase of where everything is coming in and it is all flowing and it is all happening, that's because it was meant to be like that. And when it's a phase of quiet and, you know, contemplation and, and maybe some reevaluation, that's because it was meant to be like that too. And it's all, meant to lead you to success like that's the that's the other thing is like it's all working for you it's not Mm -hmm. against you god is not against you (laughs) you know and that's the trap i I think people fall into like you said with comparison and stuff like that it's like believing that these circumstances are somehow against you yeah like you're being punished because you're not in this space that your mind thinks that you should be but in reality it's like all these things are being orchestrated so that you're exactly on time to your divine plan and that is is once again that is the freedom like that feels like freedom to me because it's like wow something loves us so much that like it knows the best situation for us beyond what we could ever conceive of and more miracles and beautiful blessings than we can conceive of. And we just need to be there for it. Exactly. And that ties me into another thing that I feel like it would just be nice to touch on to redefine, which is that that freedom leads us into relaxation, right? That's the main feeling that we have. We're relaxed. And that's what empowerment is, mm. you know? Yes. I think like empowerment is a word that gets thrown around a lot. And, you know, again, it's like with that whole social media illusion, like people showing up like fierce, you know, I'm so fierce. I'm like, nah, 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 nah. and I'm like, that's not empowerment. That's not what empowerment looks like. You know, and then other people are looking at that and being like, well, I don't, I don't feel that way. And I'm like, that's not empowerment. That's narcissism. Like Mm -hmm. empowerment is feeling relaxed. Empowerment is just, is again, being in that stream of well-being that is flowing through you. (laughs) You know what I mean? And, and the depth at which that stream can reach that stream of well-being is the depth of your power. If it can go all the way to the core, core, core of your being, because that's how much work you've done on yourself, then that's your level of power. But everyone, you know, can be in an empowered state through being relaxed. Mm. 
I love that. I feel like that's exactly where we need to end. It's just such a beautiful, perfect message and ties into everything that we talked about today. I loved, I love this conversation so much. It's like so good. It's so good. I can't wait to listen to it again. It's so beautiful. (laughs) Um, Where can people find you and work with you and what do you have coming up? Yeah. So, uh, I mean, my website in sheels.com is my, my little personal world, you know, where there's like lots of information, obviously Instagram, I'm on TikTok. the handles for both of those are the same. It's just at in heels. And right now I'm actually, I haven't launched it yet, but I'm going to launch a new run, a group run of business reimagined, which is my business program. So that's going to be starting in late November. And other than that, it's one-on-one work as well as available. So it's really just, that's my, that's my core medicine right there. And, and it's, that's, that's what it is. (laughs) That's where you can find me. (laughs) Uh, Every single time I just feel so good after talking to you you yeah, are good. such a like you're so on your path you're such a beautiful blessing like just your message is so good and I'm just so excited for people to hear this conversation so well thank, thank, you. You. thank you that's so sweet and I'm so like like I said this is just perfect timing and like we're so on the same you know contemplating the same things you know yeah it's so like that's why I was saying from the beginning I was like I don't want to really prep too much because I feel like we already know (laughs) what we're going to talk about in a crazy (laughs) way you know what I mean yeah totally totally so I'm so grateful to you thank you for having me thank you for coming